for joining me for the latest installment of TV Madness with Makisha Madden Toby. I'm your host. The best part of being a TV critic is talking to other TV critics. We compare notes, debate taste, trumpet the shows we love, and gripe about the shows we hate. That's why I enjoy talking to today's guest, Christina Radish. She's a staff uh, writer for Collider, and she covers a lot of television and a lot of movies. And today, Christina and I are going to talk about a handful of mid-season TV options, including <clears throat> Legion on FX, Big Little Lies on HBO, and if time allows, God willing, the crazy season three finale of ABC's How to Get Away with Murder, and maybe a couple shows we hate. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. So let's jump right in. I mean, you, you're watching Legion, right? I, I don't get it. <laughs> I like it. I think I like it. But I, I don't, I mean, I like Dan Stevens because he used to be on Downton Abbey. But I'm just like, where is this show going? Is he bad? Are, should we fear him? Are we supposed to be rooting for him? I What's think up? he's not fully sure. Oh. <laughs> so as, as viewers, we're just it's as confused as he is. Yeah, at least right now. I mean, he thinks he's mentally ill. So he's just sort of being told no, you're what's not. going on. Right. Yeah. You have powers. Yeah. And I feel like it's one of those shows like Mr. Robot where I've learned that it's better not to guess what's going on and just oh, sort of take a, a ride point. with it. And yeah. maybe once you get to where it's going, you can decide if you're okay with that or not. Right. I mean, I like Noah Hawley. I really like Fargo. This is not like Fargo. This is the whole yeah. world. Of, this is Marvel, right? The Marvel <laughs> yeah. universe. And so he's a mutant and we don't know why. And we don't know what happened with his dad and what's with that book, the angriest boy in the world or whatever. Yeah. And, and his well, Aubrey Plaza. I don't know if she's... She's not real because yeah. she's dead. <laughs> so he's... She's I'm just it. not sure if she was ever real. Oh, I don't. I don't know what's going on with See, anything. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> Who was he getting high with? I I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all oh. very yeah, Mr. Robot. <laughs> and the devil with the yellow eyes or whatever that thing is is so creepy. And then yeah, which sort of feels like every time that appears, it kind of feels like a manifestation of his own feelings. I don't know if it's... If uh, is that a, is that like a symbol of bad or like an evil evil within him? Yeah, it sort of seems like every time he doesn't want to face something that's there. But I don't know. Again, I could be entirely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Gene Smart. That's the other... I mean, I, the casting couldn't be better. You got Gene Smart, like you said, Aubrey Plaza, Rachel Keller, who I remember from the second season of Fargo, right? Yeah. I never... She's great. I like their chemistry, even though they can't touch, which is a whole other story. Yeah. Jeremy Harris, who plays like this guy who can help him travel in his mind, but he's clearly stronger than his character because yeah. he can keep blocking him out with this. Yeah, which is weird too because he doesn't know he's doing it. Oh, right. He doesn't seem to know. Yeah. Yeah. So- it's. it's- <laughs> <laughs> and yet I'm still watching because <laughs> I can't not. I know. I just feel like it's going to pay off. I'm praying. <laughs> so I'm already three episodes in. Yeah. And it looks cool. Like, you're watching it, right? And you're like, yeah. this doesn't even feel like a television show. The production design and the cinematography are just... It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the, the best. The colors pop. Like, everything is just like, your eye is drawn to it, but your mind is like, what is happening? Yeah. And I know they're doing a whole bunch of stuff with certain colors and themes mm-hmm. and stuff for different characters, mm-hmm. but... It feels like a comic book. Come yeah. Life. Yeah. Yeah, I just still don't know where it's going. So, <laughs> although I do, I have complete faith in Noah Hawley. So I'm just I do too. And like I said, it's not like even if it doesn't completely pan out, I still like what I'm looking at. So it's not a yeah. complete versus Taboo, where I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna get those hours back, am I? <laughs> and I want to believe because you know what I mean. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely on board for Taboo. I, so you've been watching it too? I, I have been watching so it. So it's not just me that's wasting time? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like, even though I don't fully understand what's going on there either, I feel like I, I have a little bit more sense of at least where it's going. I feel like Legion is totally up in the air as to where it could be going. Right. Right. I mean, and and I really like what's the guy, Tom Hardy. I really like Tom Hardy because he's sexy as hell, right? So <laughs> Nobody grunts like Tom nobody Hardy. Nobody grunts or like snarls or <laughs> struts around with his hat to the side and cocked <laughs> like, on his head. Like, I like him and I keep feeling like, historically, I like some of the stuff they're playing with. They're playing with that time period. They're yeah. playing with, they threw some slavery in there. I'm like, okay, you got me there. Um... The casting, again, is top-notch, but yeah. it's just like, what show? What are they? Yeah, and it's interesting because I, I feel like Tom Hardy is one of those actors like Michael Fassbender that people don't know what to do with him fully. They they right. use pieces of him. They don't right. know how to use the whole thing. Exactly. And because this came from him and it's him and his dad working on it and then right. Stephen Knight loves Tom Hardy and sort of set up this whole deal to you be in my movie I'll do your TV show for you mm. so I feel like they're working to his strengths but I'm still just not sure where it's all headed well that's the problem in part too right because it feels like they're working to his strengths and no one else yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you're on your own if you're like Una Chaplin <laughs> which which may get more as they, you know, because they've had a season now to see what everybody's doing, what they can do with them, that maybe a season two would get that much better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't typically last this long. If I'm serious, if, if, if Tom Hardy weren't in this, I don't think I would even still be watching. We wouldn't even be talking about this. But yeah. I just feel like, I'm like you, like they have to come on. Yeah, it's a Tom Hardy showcase, and who is not on? Not, not okay with that. <laughs> but two seasons of him just walking around grunting and never going to America or never, like, whatever he's supposed to be doing to, not America, but wherever this island is near America, right, that America wants. It's near Vancouver or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think they were headed somewhere. There was not. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm curious. I'm still curious. I think I'll, I'll write it out till the end of this season and then see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I might as well, right? It's like, what, two more episodes? One more yeah, episode? It's, it's a shorter season. Good thing. I mean, that, <laughs> to, to his credit, that's what movie stars do now, right? I mean, you yeah. look at him or Viola Davis, and they do, like, these truncated seasons or Reese Witherspoon because they have other stuff going on and doing multiple projects. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it makes sense because then they get, they can keep more variety themselves, too. They get to play yeah. around more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, Tom. I just... <laughs> There's, there's nobody that conveys <laughs> things in silence like Tom Hardy. Trust me, if it, I'm telling you, he is so fine. Like, I'm just like, okay, Tom, but I mean, I'm losing patience. But I might, like I said, it's one more episode. So what? what are you <laughs> Speaking of Reese Witherspoon, we were both talking about Big Little Lies. Yeah. Which we both looked. But see here, you have the advantage because I've only seen the pilot, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Um, as a parent and just as like someone who loves drama between, um, you know, among women. There's so much there. There's so much. Have you read the book? I didn't, I haven't, I started up a little bit and it's um it's set in Australia, but I think everything yeah. else is pretty. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I've skipped around in the book. I mm-hmm. haven't fully read every word of the book, but I, I know where it's headed. Enough, I know, right. I know who did it in the book and who who's, all, you who's know. dead you know who's yeah. dead nice okay I gotta do that yeah so it's very interesting to watch the show knowing that to see if those clues are there and oh. yeah it's it's pretty cool I, I'm I'm digging it I think the cast is amazing so it's an amazing cast yeah and I think David Kelly has really sort of been lit back on fire with, mm. with cable TV he so. needed cable yeah and cable needed him <laughs> 
mean, you feel bad because you know, I mean, how many Ally McBeals and private practice or whatever, what private. Which one? The law show. Was it in private practice? It was no, he did that in Boston Legal. Boston Legal. Yeah. And Okay, so the other one was private practice. Yeah. Okay, okay. Ugh. No, the, what, the practice. Yeah. The practice. The practice. That's and... private practice is something else. That's, is that Shonda Rhimes? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? There are many. <laughs> Too many practices. <laughs> but right, the practice, and then that was the spinoff for... Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's only so many shows you can do consistently with that many episodes a season and not lose your mind. So I, I think know, this... I felt bad for him. What was the show he did with Kathy Bates? Harry's Law. Right, and it was actually not bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like, I think it's the, the great thing about Big Little Lies is it's not a lawyer show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for starters. And it's a I think you need to get out story. of the courtroom. Right, right, right. Which is, is it means it's going to be a limited series, right? Yeah, I don't think they're going on past this. Yeah, I mean they couldn't. I don't think they could afford to. I don't know where to. they could go. <laughs> I, know. I mean HBO is you know rife with money, but it's just like <laughs> they come on, Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, and they're both producing it, which and they're is both, right. Why which, I think it's a really interesting showcase for them because it's it's certainly stuff we haven't seen from either one. I was surprised. I know, in, in the I know. nudity that Nicole Kidman does in it, but you know, you know, she got ready for that. <laughs> Go her. So, <laughs> but you know, she was like <laughs> in the doctor's office, in the gym, everywhere. Like you're gonna get these wrinkles out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking it. She looks great. Yeah. It's just, I mean, here's the thing that struck me, and it was funny because they're supposed to be friends, and I thought, how much age difference? I think there's like a 10-year age difference with them in real life, right? Yeah, like, I'm not Reese sure. Witherspoon's 40, and I think Nicole Kidman's 50 or something like that. It's probably about Nicole right. Kidman does not look 50. Yeah. <laughs> and then Shailene, Shailene Woodley is so well, much younger. She's like, what, 25? <laughs> yeah, if that's. <laughs> what do you think of her in that, in that role? You like her in that role? I think I mean having seen six out of seven of the episodes mm. now, I think she really does play a, a pretty big range. Okay. Once you find out what she's gone through and and you see what she has to go through now with her son, I I think she's she's doing a pretty damn good. Yeah, job. I'm curious to see if the son is really bad or you know whatever. But I mean, <laughs> the thing that's like fascinating thing from an industry perspective is like here's someone starting out. Here's we Reese Witherspoon yeah. in the middle of her crisis. Or, you know. She's gotten an Oscar. In fact, in fact, her and Nicole have Oscars, yeah. so it, that's kind of neat. And then you see Nicole Kidman sort of as the sort of as the pinnacle. I mean, she's been through the most. She's been yeah. around the longest. So I mean, like, I think it's great. Like I, I, on so many levels for women, for drama, for cable, you know, wherever they go with it. If it's just one and done, that's fine too. But I just think it's really good they're doing it. Yeah, and I I love how none of the characters are perfect. I mean, none of them are. They all have some really big flaws. Right. It almost feels like if someone took uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta or Real Housewives of Orange County or one of those awful Real Housewives <laughs> shows and actually gave it some depth, that's yeah. just, and, like, kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to wait till the last episode to even tell you who it is or who did it or any of that. I mean, They draw it out that long. Yeah, it's it's all, that's so why I'm <laughs> biting my nails waiting for the last one. Oh, wow. So it's almost like Desperate Housewives. Yeah. The first season when it was good. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, did you watch How to Get Away with Murder? The I did. Season three finale. Was that crazy? I mean, yeah, but spoiler alert: if you've not seen the season three finale of, of How to Get Away with Murder and you actually care, please turn this off now because <laughs> we're going to tell some stuff. Yeah, but I feel like on a crazy banana show like that, you have to have a crazy <laughs> bananas finale because then otherwise you'll be really disappointed. I guess so. I, I don't know. I just felt like 
I, it was funny. I saw somebody tweet that like they thought that Les, that Wes, sorry, the character of Wes deserved better death. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the whole thing was a little. The, the pacing of how it's all played out has been a little strange because here he is yeah. dead, and then right, you don't even. I mean, I didn't ha- even come close to guessing no. who was responsible. No, so it that was a little odd. And they set but, us up because this, the one before this, the penultimate scene yeah. finale, was like uh, Connor did it. Yeah. And then you realize Connor didn't do it. He tried to resuscitate him, and he couldn't, of course, because he's dead. And then he was like, oh, fire, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I sort of feel like all of these people really just shouldn't be friends with each other. But <laughs> we wouldn't have a show. So <laughs> I know it was so funny. My father-in-law was visiting a few weeks ago, and he's like, so <laughs> I felt so bad for him. He was like, so what's, what happened? And I was like, well, okay, he murdered her husband in season yeah. one. But that other lady murdered his girlfriend at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are none of these people in prison? And I was like, because it's called How to Get Away with Murder. <laughs> They're all really, really terrible people. <laughs> they are. With the only distinction being who hasn't killed someone yet. Yeah. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> there are still more seasons to go. I don't know. I, I didn't hate it. I just thought I would like it more. I think the show has to end soon, though. I don't know how many more seasons Young keep having these law students who, by the way, when do they ever get the chance to go to class and actually become lawyers? They don't even bother to go to class anymore. (laughs) And then it's like, okay, but they can't all keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel every time they cross paths with somebody who they go to class with, I'm always reminded of, oh, right. (laughs) They're supposed to be in school. (laughs) Mm, I was right. Oh, yeah. Annalise is supposed to be a professor. Yeah. (laughs) When she's not in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or dealing with some side piece or whatever her deal is, or getting beat up, or or debating whether she likes men or women, right? Or trying to save her mom from like really crippling dementia and you know, <laughs> incriminating herself with the police. Yeah, but I have to say, I mean, as long as Viola Davis is living and breathing, I will follow her to of course wherever I mean, she goes. <laughs> I think she's riding this out. She's gotten an Emmy from it. She won a couple of SAGs for it. You know, it, it, but I am curious, especially, I really think she's going to win the Oscar this Sunday. Yeah. It's going to, I think, change some of her, <laughs> her options. And I just wonder, like, how much more will she want to do this? She's already doing limited seasons. Yeah. Which is good for the show and for her. Yeah. But I think it's got to go to an end. You know what I mean? I mean, how much more? How many, how many more people are going to die? <laughs> how many more of these people can become murderers and how many more right, I mean, can they kill? The way they ended this season, and we know it's coming back for a season four, but the way they ended the season is basically you know that, um, what's the girl's name? The Wes's girlfriend. Laurel. Laurel's dad basically had, yeah. had Wes killed. So I'm guessing season four is going to be dedicated to this the kids, the murder mystery gang, as it were. Yeah. Figuring it out and then exacting their revenge. And I'm hoping they, then they, everybody either dies or goes on awesome careers in the end. Because it yeah. has to. And I never know how I feel about the choice of, you know, letting the audience in on it without the characters knowing. I, I, I right. never know how I feel about that. Because <laughs> it's, it's a little strange in the storytelling because then you're sort of yelling at people because you feel like they're doing <laughs> dumb things but they don't know yet. Right, because she almost killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> With her little gun, she was off. Like, the funniest part was like, they were like, where did you get that gun? <laughs> Michaela, and what's Michaela's goofy frat boy boyfriend's name? Asher? Yes. Yeah. Which, whatever. But anyway, they're, like, 
like, I love you, I love you. And then she pulls out a gun, I'm going to go cap him. And yeah. <laughs> like, Jada, no. Yeah, they they just shouldn't be friends with each other. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I know. I'm not hate watching. I put it that way. I'm just like waiting for a sensible conclusion. Yeah. You know, season four, I'm hoping is it. <laughs> but we do hate watch some things, don't we? <laughs> and you were telling me about Tyler Perry's Too Close to Home. Yeah. On TLC, which sounds horrible. I mean, just based on your description, I never w- want to watch that show. So you can tell me why you hate that, and then I'll tell you why I'm starting to hate Billions on Showtime, which just came back last Sunday. So you take yeah. it away first. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Lordy. Well, <laughs> yeah, I feel like talking about Too Close to Home is sort of like opening a can of worms because there's just no <laughs> beginning or end to that conversation. <laughs> it's, well, how did you get, well, first of all, why did you watch? Did you have to write about it? No, oh. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I did a screener? No, I don't think I watched the screener either. I think I actually watched it on TV. I don't know if I was just sitting at home and I, I don't I don't know what made me turn it on. How did this happen to you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but something made me watch it and it's just it's a strange show because it feels like Is it supposed to be a parody? No. Oh. I think it's supposed to be a serious drama. Okay, so tell tell us what the premise is about. <laughs> it's it's about a, a girl <laughs> who has an affair with the president. What? Yeah. And then Like he, scandal? Kind of, yeah, but you don't really get to know them or care about them first in particular. She just has an affair with the president, and he ends up having a medical crisis, and so she runs back home, and he's left with his crazy wife, played by Heather Locklear. Oh, (laughs) she's the first lady? She is, (laughs) and it's just all kinds of insanity. Okay. So she's back home. Where is home? Oklahoma? I think it's Alabama. Of course. Yeah, and, and in a trailer park. and. Oh, my God. Yeah. With- Which is what you were talking about. This is a departure for Tyler Perry because it's an all-white cast. Except, well, first season was an all-white cast, and then they added some black characters for the second <laughs> season who are in the same trailer park apparently around the Black people don't live in trailer parks. <laughs> apparently everybody. You don't see anything outside of the trailer park. So apparently they all live in the trailer park. God. Yeah, including the mother who can't leave the trailer park anymore because she's large. So she's. Did you say she's six hundred pounds? I don't know her exact pounds, but she can't get up and walk. So oh. they had they just had to carry her outside of the house oh. in the last episode because she's a hoarder, and they had to clean her ha- her trailer out. So yeah, it's all kinds of crazy what? over there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's you know mothers selling their daughters to. Their father, the, the overweight woman, sold her daughters. Yes, to, to father? their father, and they were all impregnated. Ew, by him. what? Yeah, so it's just, <laughs> it's it's a show of all, yeah, everybody's full cheating, of stereotypes. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody is is full of stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and then the the guy who like invented the man bun is on the show too. So. That's a thing. That's a. I mean, I know a man bun is a thing, but there was an inventor. Well, he got famous for it on Instagram, and now he's on the show. Oh, no, Tyler Perry. Yes. Oh, yeah. Tyler Perry has a thing for that. Like He'll pull somebody off of a YouTube or Instagram in a hot minute. Yeah. Because they're cheaper and they'll just do it for free or something. Yeah, so it's, it's, oh. it's, yeah, it's all the stereotype. Because there's some interesting things there that somebody could do something with. Really? But. Like some actual thought? If, if, yeah. Or are you just watching it because you're like, this can't get worse, and then it gets worse, and you're like, whoa. 
<laughs> my bar is on <laughs> a whole new low. Yeah, I mean, it feels like, I don't know if they, they don't work with the scripts. I don't know if they're just given directions. <laughs> I'm not sure because they tend to repeat their lines a lot. <laughs> <laughs> is it improv? I don't know. They I, repeat their lines. They do when they're having like dramatic moments. They tend to repeat the same thing. To I don't know if it's to make a point. I'm I'm not sure if they're just given direction of where a scene's supposed to go. I'm I'm not really now sure. You, see now, look what you, I want. I want to see. <laughs> I just want to see one. I see how bad it is. Yeah, and yet I'm still watching it. So I don't. What day does it come on? You know. The DVR will tell me. I think it's on Mondays, but I think it just had its season two finale, so I don't know if it's coming back. (laughs) I have no idea Mm. what's happening. Wow. (laughs) But it's a very, very very interesting show. Interesting in that it was, like, frighteningly bad. Interesting and you're not sure whether to laugh or cry or do both, (laughs) but... (laughs) See, I can never figure out if Tyler Perry is a genius or just is he Forrest Gumping his way through this life? Yeah, I mean it's just so crazy. There's there's the father. Maybe both. There's there's the father with Alzheimer's in the farmhouse that was a doctor. Please so stop. periodically <laughs> he like comes to and can operate on somebody. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's who was he operating on? Never mind. Never mind. No, you know what? Guy. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm asking too much. This is. <laughs> yeah, it's you find yourself getting invested somehow. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Billions, have you seen that on Showtime? I I watched the first season. I liked the first season. I hated the I finale. I only watched the pilot. You're fine. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I like Maggie Siff. I've liked her ever since Mad Men. Yeah. She's fantastic. Her character's fantastic. She's great. It's Loved her on Sons of Anarchy. You see? She has an amazing range. And in this, she plays like a psychologist who is, uh, or psychiatrist who has like corporate leanings and can like get inside of the head of these like sort of corporate minded men and can help them trade and become better traders or whatever. I, she's great. It's not that Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis are not good actors. We, we all know that they are. It's the characters. They just seem like so ridiculously wooden at times. And they also seem pretty unlikable. Um, right. And that's so you're watching and you're like, I don't like either, either one of these guys. And then we watched the, my husband and I were watching the second season premiere, and it was just so, <laughs> I don't even know if you could say by the numbers. It was just ridiculously, like, staged, where literally characters in um, almost every other scene were speaking an anecdote. There was a guy, and his name was, and they're like, <laughs> No one talks like that. There would be no scenario where you and I would be eating lunch and I just started an anecdote. Un- <laughs> just randomly, like, right into an anecdote. And you'd be like, well, are you going to get the salad? But there was a man and he had on pants. <laughs> like, why are you talking to me like that, Makisha? Like, it was, it's just a bizarre, it almost feels like they're in a script workshop. And they are workshopping these these lines out and these characters out, and no one has actually thought about what that means when a, an, an actual viewer is watching it, <laughs> and how that conveys anything about this character. I mean, like to be fair, there was a second or third anecdote later in the episode where you see Damian Lewis's character acts like actually connect the dots, and he figures out a way to bring down Paul Giamatti because they're like you know arch enemies yeah. or whatever arch enemies, and so you're just like, okay, that makes sense, but. Overall, it just feels like either there's too much testosterone or it's overthought or overwrought or over something. And I just don't see where it could go. And I don't understand how this show, which seemed to have so much promise initially, is now seemingly like 
gone into this downward spiral <laughs> of anecdotes and pissing matches. And it's just like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care about either one of you guys. I mean, I know just people that watch it. it that love it, but I just, it was just not something that I connected with. It's so crazy because I, I remember at the it. end of the year, people were putting their list together. Critics were putting their list together. And there were people who actually had it on their list. And I didn't even think of it because I hated the finale so much. <laughs> and I just thought, I don't know about this show. Like I said, I really liked it initially. But yeah, I've never I'm, seen a show turn in on itself so fast. I mean, at least with Too Close to Home, I feel like there's a fun factor mm. to it. Because it doesn't sound like there's much of a fun factor. Not anymore. To I mean, I feel like initially there was sort of like the power of the, you know, minds and like this, these two forces to be reckoned with. And both guys sort of are like not necessarily likable, but you see the strength in them. And now it's just like... It doesn't even matter how strong or smart or whatever, rich or whatever they are. You just don't really like them. Which, so it's like if you don't like the people you're watching, then what's the point of watching the show? <laughs> I yeah, hate watching you. And that's disappointing because, you know, I love the cast. So. The cast is great. It's not the cast. It's got to be the writing. I don't think they know where to go. I feel like a lot of shows are like that now Yeah. where the premise is so great and so strong and everybody's like, oh, hell yeah, this is awesome. And they're so impressed with themselves <laughs> that then they don't actually invest in the the actual story or, you know, building up a reason to kind of like maybe not like the guy but still like the guy. I mean, the anti-hero thing yeah. at this point in the game has been so overdone that... Especially when it's a show of anti-heroes. And it's no, a show like, about two hero. anti-heroes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, somebody's got to be the damn hero. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how much more I'm going to watch. And who cares, right? Because maybe it's not for me. Maybe, like you said, maybe it's for guys. Maybe yeah. it's a dude show. Yeah, maybe it is a dude show. I, I don't know. It, it wasn't my show. Sounds but. like Close to Home is more. <laughs> Close to Home is a guy with a man bun. <laughs> At least he can right. save the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least he's not anti. I don't know. <laughs> but that's our show. I had so much. See, I told you this would be fun. See, Painless. We got it to rip yeah. up these <laughs> and tell them, lift up some shows that we like. And thank you so much for doing this. This is our guest, Christina Radish. Thanks for coming on the show. She's a staff writer at Collider and covers an insane amount of television and movies. Christina is also the coolest coffee bean in the percolator. <laughs> Check her out on Collider.com. Thanks for coming. Thank and you. <laughs> NPR West, our sponsors, the 2017 Chevy Traverse. With this daddy mobile, you can please everyone. And AdamandEve.com, enter promo code MADNESS, that's M-A-D, NESS for the TV Madness podcast and a percentage of whatever you order will go to the show. The amazing Leo, who made us sound awesome. And the production assistant and graphic artist Adam Janis. And you, thanks for listening. You got-